0: Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And I don't know what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Eli? I don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, we could talk about whatever we want every time we come on the show.
0: And really, if you're just like listening through all of our episodes, then
1: it probably does help that we explain what we're talking about before we start talking every episode. But on the other hand, there's usually a funny funny pun in the title or clever wordplay. I mean, it's not always clever.
2: We at least try
1: We at least try to put in some cleverness. Takes a lot of work, a lot of effort, and a lot of and I don't I don't think people really appreciate how much effort goes into naming things.
2: I was about to say you're wrong, but then I remembered I have almost never been able to name like give a title to
0: a Yep. <laughs> I am shit at naming. Yeah, there there's only two states to naming things. Either you
1: have a perfect name that fully encapsulates what you are trying to get across. And you have it before you even start working on the thing. Or much more likely, you will never name this thing in your entire life.
2: I've tried random name generators and they don't help. <laughs> like I was like, put in like your themes here, like just some major ideas, blah 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 blah, and we'll come up with like fifty different title ideas and they were all terrible.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. See, the secret to naming things that you write is basically just take any aspect of it, and that's the title. Like, do you have a MacGuffin in the story? The, the The title of the story is now the name of the MacGuffin. It doesn't matter if the MacGuffin's important, or if it does something, it's just that's the title now.
2: <laughs> I guess you could just go with like the light novel or manga approach, in which the title literally just describes what it is.
1: You know, that is not a bad idea. I would be <laughs> it's interested a to simple
2: see... idea.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I would be interested to see more stuff that doesn't have like a flowery or obscure, like well thought out title. It's basically literally just the tagline, like the time that I. Uh, I was gonna do Spice and Wolf, but I don't think I can do that justice. Uh, with a- with a, with a stupid light novel title.
2: <laughs> the time I met an ancient wolf deity and we proceeded to go on a road trip.
0: Wrote, uh... Hmm. You could probably do- <laughs> That isn't-
2: isn't you- isn't even fully describe it, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you- you need to- you need to- come on. <laughs> you know it's not important <laughs> point is naming things is hard so I, f- I i feel i feel for all those light novel authors out there who f- are just putting the description of their work in the title
2: to be fair i do know that like the d- the title being the description can actually be like a lot shorter in Je- in, J- in japanese than it is in english
0: oh yeah
1: that's that's the benefit of a whatchamacallit, a pictorial based writing system. Is you can you can have just one little square figure that means the same thing as like several long words in English. It's great.
2: Well that and I mean like I think probably the the most the biggest example for me is Yojo Senki. Yeah. Which is four syllables. <laughs> But like pretty much directly means like the military chronicles of a little girl. If you translate it, yeah. I mean, it it most certainly gets the the title across, which it, or the point across, which also uh, doesn't actually really describe what it is. I mean, it draws you in, but it in, in no way prepares you for what you find inside.
1: No, <laughs> I mean that's true of a lot of those light novels, though, like. Okay, granted, most of the Isekai are crap, and very much like what you see is what you get. But other times Oh god, I can't believe I'm gonna use Eighth Sun as as a as a good example of this.
2: Sorry, let me just go check outside the window real quick. <laughs> Oh yeah, so yeah, it is in fact raining blood. All right, so, <laughs> There's two signs of the apocalypse now. Lyle <laughs> saying good things about Eighth Son,
0: and this—I
1: guess... mean, because like, uh, okay, that's the only good thing—is just the whole that it's set up. The title description is, "Oh crap, I'm the Eighth Son." And then they completely throw away that premise with within like the first within the first episode, actually. I don't know how long it took in the book, but probably not that long. Uh, I just realized I didn't really say anything good about Ace Son there. I I actually insulted it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you did.
1: So I'm not really sure what's up with the with the blood outside, so.
2: Well, I'm I'm sure that I'm sure it'll uh end soon. The end times are at least another 6 months away.
0: We've got time. 6 months and a movie.
2: <laughs> six- <laughs> I mean, I uh rewatched Batman Begins today.
1: Oh, nice. How was that?
2: It was good.
0: It was- that's good. <sighs>
2: I feel huh. like it's kind of the more overlooked entry of the Nolan Batman films yeah that's if only because it's going up against the Dark Knight one of the best films oh yes oh yes and uh the Dark Knight Rises which uh good movie but um it 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 kinda it was Christopher Nolan like alright how do I do- how do I end this now?
0: You know, I've- I- i i I've seen
1: The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises several times. Uh, quite- quite enjoy them. They are quite good. But I don't think I've ever watched Batman Begins all the way through.
2: You've never watched it all the way through?
1: Like, I've seen scenes of it here and there when it's on TV, but- Oh gods. I really don't think I've ever sat down and just watched
2: it. It's 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 actually I'll end you my call. Actually, it might still be on Netflix. They they I think it might get removed at like the end of the month or something. I but, mean, it's uh, not a
1: big deal, because I know what happens in it and I know yeah. kind of the general gist. Although, hey, props to the Dark Knight for being so good on its own that it can stand without uh needing All the extra stuff. Like needing you to know everything from. That happened in Batman Begins. Yeah. Though though of course that does. It is kind of relying on the viewer. To know what Batman is. In that case.
0: But that's not hard.
1: No. Batman is omnipresent in. Society.
2: Yeah. I, I I remember probably one of the things that I like. About Batman Begins is I I was watching like all like the special features and everything, and they're talking about like oh you know we took inspiration from this thing and this thing because we wanted to make a Batman you know for the modern age, and you know they're like you know and like this is how it was originally to the comics and they're talking about like and then like a couple decades afterwards this happened and this happened like so they actually kind of did go back. And look at all the previous, like Batman comics and everything, to basically think of how do we evolve Batman? Because <laughs> it, it, it was certainly a a new, interesting take. Well, yes. for someone who's not a huge fan of superheroes, it was a new and interesting take.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it kind of. remember it kind of came either in the middle or near the tail end of the whole. Grim and gritty superheroes era. When did uh, the Batman Begins come out? Two thousand five. Right? Okay, yeah. So it was, it was very, very in the middle of that whole era, with like X Men and uh, the Sam Raimi Spider Spider Man. Although that, The Sam that's Raimi kinda... Spider
2: Man were not dark.
1: <laughs> no, I know. I'm just I'm I'm realizing that the. It came out then, but it was not very dark at all. That's weird. Uh, But everybody else, all the other superheroes, were pretty dark. Yeah. Mostly the X-Men. Because, I mean, that was the big one. That was the big one that everybody knew. And then, all of a sudden, we get a Batman movie.
2: Because Batman had been kind of... It died horribly. Was it was Batman and Robin that movie?
1: Oh well, actually, I mean, definitely Batman in movies died.
2: Yes, that's what that that specifically is what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Um,
1: I do know that in the comics and in animation, in particular, he was still incredibly popular.
2: Yes, that will that will never stop being a thing.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, uh, a friend of mine. At the at the local comic shop, asked me to guess how many Batman comics are currently publishing. I I guessed ten.
2: I was gonna say like
0: five.
1: There's a. I don't remember the exact number, but we we were around twenty to twenty five.
2: Right. So Batman's not going
1: anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we were counting. Some of it was counting, like, characters who spun off from Batman, or any, basically any book that had Batman in the title, or Batman on the cover. Okay. Was But it, it still came out to, like, 20 books of currently publishing comics. <laughs> so, Batman ain't going anywhere.
2: No, Batman's not going nowhere. But for, in terms of films, live-action films, um it had been dormant for quite a while cuz they the one i think it was batman and robin it was many problems with it uh it basically killed off any desire by the public to see one every time they tried to reboot it well i don't think they tried very hard but they tried to reboot it a couple times well revive it more likely but it, that didn't work and so basically it fell to nolan who uh in my opinion one of the greatest modern directors um mm-hmm. i don't think that's a controversial opinion
1: <laughs> maybe uh i i do know i watched a a youtube video that covered like the history of batman in live action movies
0: uh, what was it cuz there was there was the two movies that came before batman and robin what
1: was it i don't remember what the first one was i think the second one was the one
0: with penguin and cat one i don't know
2: i don't know but uh um... but,
0: but if i remember correctly it was
1: the first one was like gothic horror inspired uh what's that one director very eccentric lots of horror what's their what's his name
2: you're gonna have to give me something else to go on. Uh, okay. Uh, eccentric th- and horror. <laughs> I feel. I feel like eccentric covers most directors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um.
2: You don't become a director without being at least a little bit weird.
1: Let me think here. Who was? I want to say he also directed Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton. Yes, I believe yes, Burton.
2: Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, now I now I, yeah, the Tim Burton. F- yes. Okay. Yes,
1: it was Tim Burton and then I believe he Did he jump ship? Or no, wait, yeah, uh, they they I believe they did bring him back for the second one. But then for the third one, Batman and Robin, they went with I believe Joel Schumacher? Yes. Which very very different director by my understanding
0: much, yeah, much it, it, more of it a fan was of the Batman campaign.
2: Batman Return Yeah, Tim Burton uh and then he didn't want to do a sequel, but they managed to get to get him back cuz they had a they, they apparently they, they they convinced him by giving him the script saying like this is the movie you'd be directing. He's like, "All right, I'll do that." So yeah, they wanted them to be more mainstream, so they brought in Schumacher.
1: Yes, and Schumacher went basically the other direction of the, like, dark gothic
0: horror of the Burton movies. Went really camp. I mean.
2: Yes, that is what's considered to have. It's kind of, I, I wanted to watch it because I was watching um, a video on just the troubled production of the 2006 Casino Royale movie. mm And because uh, you probably know this and most people probably know this. Well, they might not know this. Uh, The reason why they rebooted the James Bond films to be what they are now like modern, more like action films rather than the sort of, you know, cloak and dagger gadget thing that they had going before
0: was because
2: Austin Powers had basically parried it so hard. That you couldn't take a campy Bond film like seriously again, oh. so they had no choice but to to reboot it in a serious tone, and that made me go, "Oh yeah!" Like with Batman, so I went into to watch. I picked up, I picked out my copy of Batman Begins, and I popped it in the DVD player.
0: Ah, oh, okay.
2: But uh, yeah, um... yeah, uh, no, yeah, it was the they made the two Batman movies with Burton, and then they brought in they did they brought in him for the third one uh which got mixed reviews and but made a ton of money so then they made the fourth one
1: uh oh i guess everybody ball. forgets about the fourth I like, i guess everyone forgets about the fourth one
2: that's that's, that's the one that killed it
1: <laughs> ah yes people see cuz i think that's the thing is that everyone says oh it was batman and robin that killed it but it was What's the fourth one called?
2: Batman and Robin. Oh, it is. Yes. What was, the, what was the third one? The third one was Batman Forever.
1: No, that can't be right.
2: I'm not, I'm looking at it right now. Batman, 1989, Tim Burton. Batman Returns, 1992, Tim Burton. Batman Forever, 1995, Joel Schumacher. Batman and Robin, 1997, Joel Schumacher.
0: Huh. Okay, Except they so- had
2: to swap... Well no, they had Michael Keaton for the first two, then Val Kilmer for the third, then they had him for George Clooney.
1: Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then So
1: actually I'm I'm making a mistake. It's actually the third one that everyone forgets. And because everybody remembers Batman and Robin. I don't think you could forget
0: Batman and Robin. I mean, I'll say this. We're still talking about it what, thirty years later? (laughs) So it certainly 25. left an Im- Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-seven. Okay, fair enough. It's old, it's not that old. <laughs> uh
1: so yeah, it's I mean, hey, it's it it made an impression on us. It has left its- I never watched it. <laughs> really?
2: No, why would I?
1: I remember it being on when I was a kid. Uh <laughs> I had no context for it. It was just on TV one day. Probably like I I might have watched it
2: as a child, but I would have been so young I have no memory. Ugh. Nah, and then they tried to reboot it a couple times afterwards, and then it failed. So it fell to Christopher Nolan.
1: Yeah, and we got a pretty good...
0: We got one really good movie, and overall a pretty good trilogy. And then, shared universes happened.
2: Yes, which I I would like to to compliment Christopher Nolan for basically strangling the DCU or the DC cinematic universe. Yes, yeah, so the DCU in its crib before it was even <laughs> born. Because after the Dark, after the Dark Knight trilogy. They kinda were in a very tough spot where they couldn't pick up from that.
1: I mean, they—they they absolutely was already
2: like because Iron Man was 2008. Yes, Dark Knight Rises 2012. So oh, Marvel shit. already had half a decade on them, <laughs> and yeah. then of course they tried to like well, catch up by doing it like super quickly.
1: Well, because if I remember correctly, when did Avengers come out? That was 2012, right?
2: That was 2012, so yeah, same so, year so, yeah, as so yeah, Dark uh, Knight Rises.
1: So they absolutely could have spun off some stuff from Dark Knight Rises. I think, like using it as a stepping stone to, because I mean they left some sequel hooks in there with uh, with Robin, yes, and some other stuff, and it, it totally could have worked. I think, but <laughs> they kind of they kind of shit the bed. When they decide, hey, let's give entire total creative control to Zack Snyder.
2: Oh, Zack Snyder.
1: Nothing against him. He just, I I don't think he gets Superman. He's,
2: the thing is, he's done some movies that I really like, but he's also done some real dog shit.
1: From what I've heard and what I've seen of his work, he's very, he's a very good visual director. He can make a very striking scene. His, his his aesthetic preferences are not my favorite. Like the like the dirty grime and grit. Uh
2: <sighs> I originally I considered Zack Snyder to be uh the unironic Michael Bay. Because Michael Bay knows what he's about, and he knows that he's a shit filmmaker. <laughs> uh, Michael enough. Bay makes no apologies for the films that he makes. Uh, Zack Snyder is basically, like, Michael Bay, but if Michael Bay thought he was an artist.
0: Oof.
2: But the... He does do some really... He does, has done some really good... He... He has the ability... To do like good stuff, and I know that apparently the Snyder cut of Justice League is like infinitely better than the theatrical cut.
1: I mean, it's still Justice League.
2: So. I never watched. I I, watched, I only watched Justice League because it was on TV, and I the remote was on the table, and I didn't feel like getting up to change the channel. <laughs> so that's why I watched Justice League. <laughs>
1: I will be honest I haven't watched Justice League. Uh I haven't watched the Snyder cut cuz I'm like I said I'm not a fan of him. Um and just all of the all the people who were like release the
0: Snyder cut are really annoying and kind of kind of frustrating cuz like they wanted
1: a in production cut to be released with without any of the finishing work done on it. Like, it was not even close, and so... It, and apparently the, it was important enough that they decided to bring back everybody to do reshoots, and get it finished. Yeah, I think they, had
2: to, I, they ended up having to do, like, 20 minutes worth of new material.
1: I thought it was, like, an hour.
2: Oh, I mean, like, stuff that made it into, like, the actual thing. Oh, okay. I don't know. But well, because anyway- I,
1: I know that Justice League Snyder version is like four hours long.
2: Yeah. Oh, I guess that's, that's I guess that's probably the best way of summing up my feelings towards him. The man is unrestrained. <laughs> for better or for worse.
1: He just he can't leave anything on the cutting room floor. It's like no I Which I,
2: admittedly <laughs> if you like Sucker Punch, I know um it's it was one of his movies. Yes. Uh that he, he actually, like, you know, he actually, like, wrote it too, uh, it's, th- the extended cut was, is, is, th- it's one of those things where the extended cut of his movies are usually better, funnily enough, <laughs> because of his lack of restraint. Yeah. Because, like, they just, like, alright, we have to cut this down to manageable size, like, no, my art, but it doesn't really make sense, necessarily, without all the extra stuff in. Yeah. But it it does kind of end up a little bloated when you do put all that stuff in.
1: I mean, that's that's a classic conundrum for creators everywhere. But Zack Snyder definitely has the most issue with it. I I wonder what if he what if he had gone into opera, like long form stage play. I I feel like that, he would do he would do really well.
2: That would be interesting. All I all I know is, is that when I found out that he, when I saw his name on the credits list for *Dawn of the Dead*, I'm like, "How dare he be involved in a movie so good?"
0: <laughs> well, because like back when, what what was it called? Dawn? No,
1: *Dawn of Steel*. Man, *Man of Steel*. *Man of Steel*. That's what *Man was. of Steel*. 2013. Yes. yes. When when that was coming out and. It was he was in talks to like start becoming the MCU of the of DC. From what I heard at the time, it was actually kind of welcomed. Now, in hindsight. No, obviously not.
2: (laughs) In hindsight, the list of problems with the DCU could probably be turned into their own movie. Oh yeah. Zack Snyder does not get all the blame, but they should have chosen someone other than Zack Snyder. Yeah. to To start with, just had he not been involved, I don't know. Maybe maybe we can make some other stuff. He has, he he has he has good ideas at least. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got completely sidetracked talking about. Well, I, I mean, say that's side-tracked. that's the point of this miscellaneous, is a miscellaneous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean cuz I could say I could say a lot more about cinematic universes in general cuz like the general uh thing that people say when they talk about the cinematic with, about the DCU specifically is that like oh they should have started with solo movies and then d- then did it like a big team up but hey there's nothing wrong with starting with the team up and then branching off and having the popular kids get their own solo movies and everybody else has to share a seat on the uh on the team up bus.
2: <laughs> no.
0: But I mean That only works if your if your team up movie that
1: you start with is good.
2: And so to be fair, they didn't even really start with a team up movie.
1: <laughs> True. It was Man
2: vs Steel. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Man of Steel <laughs>
1: steel versus wild
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was man man and and steel (laughs) superman
1: no that's a different movie it was superman no that's a different movie there's no superman in man of steel there was a man wearing blue and red tights I'm not a
2: fan of superman I don't like him and then they immediately went to batman v superman
1: (sighs) that's just nah and, and they decided oh hey let's combine batman versus superman and the death of superman so so i mean that that plot just in general like i could totally see that plot of like batman v superman and the death of superman all happening in the same movie if it was like a decade on and superman was like a beloved character yeah and people were like oh oh, come on, they won't kill him, and then they do kill him, and, I mean, yeah, he comes back a few movies later, but...
2: Hell. Like, it might have been best if they just... It also might have been better if they literally hadn't brought him back in the exact next movie.
1: Yeah. Give us any like, amount of time.
2: <laughs> I, I'm I'm struggling to remember a movie I watched at, like, 11pm many years <laughs> ago. I was like, it was, did they even make it half an hour before they brought him back?
1: I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, just... Batman v Superman is bad. Bad. It's just bad. Like, how, how can you make a movie with a, with a title fight? With a fight like that and, like, the focus of the movie is not the title fight. It's not the lead up to the title fight. It's not. (laughs) It's
0: not like the fallout of the title fight. A great example. Great example. Godzilla vs. Kong. Perfect, beautiful movie.
1: If they had just. If they had used the setup. For Godzilla vs. Kong.
0: And they just put Batman and Superman in it. It would have been good great even but it's not
1: you haven't seen godzilla vs kong have you no well you should because it's a really good movie <laughs> i mean it's a monster movie so
2: yeah i don't i don't do monster movies oh i don't do God. monster movies i don't want to do disaster movies uh i don't i, I it's not that i i don't necessarily don't do horror but i don't really do it either um that's
1: fair i don't really do horror
2: Mostly because uh horror doesn't really work for me, but
1: it I'm I'm just a scaredy cat and I will flee at the slightest hint of anything scary.
2: I think the last horror film that actually was like gave me feelings of like unsettlement and stuff was I think it was called The Ritual or something. Which was actually which actually is a really cool movie. But um like, I, I I don't know if I get the name right, but, like, these dudes go into this forest in Norway on, like, a hiking trip, and they basically accidentally blunder into, like, the cult area for some sort of, uh, n- like, ancient Nordic deity that's implied to be the child of Loki. Oh.
1: Well, that's one of three things, and none of them are good.
2: Yeah, but um, I think probably just the coolest thing about it was basically like the whole thing at the end with like the realization that like yeah, like this horrible thing monster was like preying on them, but like at the very end, like and the- spoilers for this movie.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna um, watch it.
2: <laughs> it's on Netflix. I'm not not for you, but for, like for other people, just like clap your hands over your ears the next minute. Um. The dude manages to like, uh, like he literally runs right outside the tree line of the forest, and he's out and free. And the monster's right there, and it can't come out to get him, because as terrifying and as powerful as it is, it's not just in that forest to prey on people. It's in that forest to hide from the things bigger than it. That is effectively terrifying. That basically goes straight into the whole cosmic horror. The things that terrify us have things that terrify them that was yes. a, that was a, that was effective that was good
1: yes i'm I'm actually when now that you mentioned that i'm kind of reminded of this one story that uh, a friend of mine asked me to like read through and give my opinions on like uh, I believe they wrote it or someone they knew wrote it. You're like oh, what's your opinion? And like the big thing about it is just it's two astronomers or something looking up at the at the sky and and then the big twist is oh one of the things it just moved from blue shift to red shift and then the story was
0: over and I was like what and so they had to explain to me that oh because it was moving away from
1: Earth, but then suddenly it turned, and now it's moving towards Earth. And I, I was just like, "Yeah, I okay." I didn't get. Yeah, no, I I, I got that, but like, that's not scary. That's not horrific. Like on a cosmic scale, perhaps,
0: but this this will never affect the characters that I just read about, <laughs> ever. Potentially
1: like this is not something that horrifies me. This is not knowing that Cthulhu is out there or something like that. This is this is something stopped and turned around in space. And yeah, that sounds absolutely terrifying, but it's space.
0: Weird shit happens. Yeah. Come back when the stars form a middle finger
1: pointed directly at you and then a giant fish shows up and tells you that that you're actually god that oh, actually, is
2: sorry i just got an idea for a horror story i'm trying to find a <laughs> pen i got to write this down before i forget <laughs> it's actually not related to what you were talking about but
1: oh okay it's it has no relation to the fish that calls you god no I, I thought
2: I, I, I suddenly got an idea for like an astronomical horror story Ah, nice Alright, got that written down, cool um, good, 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 good I mean, hey yeah, every, no, I, every, no, every
1: well, Everybody's got their own threshold of what is horrific and what is terrifying and such Yes But, like, but that particular but, story that I read no offense to the person who had me read it or the person who wrote it but it was trash. Yeah.
2: I think probably my favorite horror movie of all I I do like action horror.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, mostly because action horror, ironically enough, usually ends up having more potential to be scary to me. But um The Terminator will never not be an amazing film. Mm-hmm. And also kind of t- and also kind of scary. Because, yes, like you can turn around, dig in your heels and try and fight the, the Terminator. But that's not going to stop it. Like, th- like they, they, they shoot it up, blow out its eyes, burn it, blow it up in a giant fuel tanker truck. It, ri- I, and that was actually the scene from like James Cameron's nightmares. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like his fever dream nightmares that inspired the whole thing of it. It just rises from the flames. the, the the metallic skeleton and then it just starts moving again towards you you can cause this thing damage and pain but it will not stop and they crawl into a building it keeps coming they blow it up they blow it in half she's, she she thinks that she's safe and it's still coming it's crawling on its arms to get to her she ends up having to completely crush it with a hydraulic press And even then, as it dies, it's reaching for her. That is scary.
1: (laughs) So welcome to the Hydraulic Press channel. (laughs) Today we'll be crushing a Terminator.
2: (laughs) I mean, Kyle Reese says it best when, you, you know, you can't bargain with it, you can't reason with it. It will not stop until you're dead and it will reach down your throat and rip out your heart. Cool. I love the Terminator. I'm going to go watch the Terminator
0: tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't
2: like Aliens so much. Aliens was pretty good.
1: I never watched those.
2: You never watched those?
1: It's not. Like I said, I don't like horror in general.
2: Yeah. Alien was was decent. Um, You actually don't really need to watch it to watch Aliens. I have Aliens. Um, That's
1: nice. (laughs)
2: Aliens isn't exactly scary. I mean, it's got some jump scares and such, but it's it's very firmly on the action side of action horror.
1: Mm. Gotcha.
2: Like, yeah, these people are being killed by the aliens, by the xenomorphs, but uh, you always have the option of doing what Ripley does, which is taping two guns together, climbing in a robot, and beating the shit out of them. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. I mean, I like, I certainly like the idea of horror. The whole, it,
1: any anything with a dwindling cast definitely has my attention. But I'm not going to watch it.
2: <laughs> Cause Yeah. Because
1: I, I will appreciate it from afar. I will, I will watch. I will, like, read, like, oh, here's where this character dies, here's where this character dies, here's where this character dies. Like, oh, yes, yes, quite, 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 good, good, good kill, good kill, my good monster. Um, but in in the moment, I mm, I can't handle it. Now the fu- funny thing is, one the one thing that I <laughs> have a lot of trouble with that keeps showing up in a lot of movies. Well, actually, not that many movies, but enough enough movies that I actually like. That I I have to confront it is uh is is the deep ocean, good old thalassophobia. <laughs> uh the the two i can think of right now is one is aquaman they go to like the bottom of the mariana's trench and it's dark and there's terrifying fish people chasing them and
0: yay (laughs) and then the other time is in the sea beast um
1: netflix movie where two of the characters are floating in the ocean like just beneath the surface and the titular sea beast like shows like is staring at them and then fades away into the darkness of the of the sea and the first time I watched that I was like (laughs) creepy (laughs) yeah can you believe I once wanted to be a brain biologist
2: (laughs) actually no
1: That was my dream in middle school. And, uh, well, I can't handle, I couldn't handle the deep end of the pool. How was I gonna handle the ocean?
2: Actually, there's a meme, I think. Uh,
0: Let me see if I can find it. Let me
2: see if I can find it. About the differences between the two types of marine biologists. And I think <laughs> it's it's very applicable in this scenario.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
2: Here it is. I found it. It's it's by that centuri person, and it's the difference between continental shelf marine scientists and haddle zone marine marine <laughs> scientists. <laughs> 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 yeah 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 yeah
1: yep definitely there are things in the there are things in the ocean that man was not meant to see and yet
2: I love that that old like story prompt where it's like um, um imagine a world in which instead of water all the oceans are like a sea of trees. Uh hmm. like it's like the same, like you know, it goes down and down and down.
0: Yeah.
2: And so basically you can you you can go in, but uh you, you don't wanna know what sort of creatures survive in that. No. Oh, uh, that is that is absolutely terrifying.
0: Yep. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, fastlophobia It'll get you. It'll
2: get you. But yeah, jump scares get me. But that's just because I am incredibly high strung.
1: Mm, yep, I believe that.
2: Have I ever have I ever told or, at least on this podcast the story of the time uh, they had to make a rule at the <laughs> place where I washed dishes where you weren't allowed to come up behind me and surprise me. <laughs> that, that became an actual official rule. Uh, you had to like basically announce yourself when you came up behind (laughs) me. Because I kept flipping the fuck out whenever people came up behind me. Didn't someone, like, tap
1: you on the shoulder and then you punched the face? I threw a knife at them,
2: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Worth noting, it was a butter knife. But also (laughs) worth noting, um, I did throw it with enough force that it just basically flew straight. (laughs) It didn't tumble. (laughs) No. Oh, <laughs> when I'm in my own little world, which is all the time, <laughs> um, it's best not to reintroduce me to reality. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> but yeah, no, I throw a knife at somebody. I I flip out when I'm like get surprised. I'm just a very high strung person.
1: So let's let's talk a little bit about stuff that's coming out next season.
2: Oh, yeah, um, I we guess gotta, we'll talk about the stuff that's coming out that we don't get it. we're not going to be able to talk to about, because oh uh, yeah, sequels.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a lot of sequels next season. There's a lot of s- sequels for the next few seasons, actually.
2: I mean, that's true basically every now and I, 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 I swear, every time we have a taste of the season, we're like, oh, there's too many sequels. But uh next season, uh Uzaki chan season two coming out. Yeah.
0: Fun, fun, <laughs> Finally. fun. Finally. Yeah. I mean our our main complaint with the whole sequels thing is that is because we don't why did we
1: ever decide not to talk about sequels on Taste of the Season?
2: I don't know. <laughs> It seemed like a good idea at the time. I
1: mean, hey, it does encourage us to go, like, look and try and find new original shows to watch, and not just watch the same thing every season like everybody else. Yeah. But it does mean that our, our pickings are a bit slim sometimes. So I mean, I, I got I gotta like
2: two or three things I'm going to be watching this season. For taste of the season, not like yeah. watching, watching. I'm going to be watching <laughs> season two of Uzaki-chan that's basically it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense.
2: Maybe if one of the shows on my taste of the season picks actually turns out pretty good, then I might watch it. Otherwise, I'll just binge it. At the end. Like I do I, I do that with most things actually. As we all know, I'm just terrible at watching things.
1: Yeah, that's true. Very, 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 very true. Uh so let's see. Next season, who what uh what terrible Isekai do we have? We got Hmm. Uh Iminence and Shadow.
2: Which is supposed to be good.
1: Supposed to be, but I don't believe it for a second.
2: No, I don't, but
1: Every time someone says, oh, this is a good isekai, I'm like,
0: I don't believe you.
2: I do at least find the premise vaguely interesting. Uh, Yeah. Where the dude's like, instead of like, oh, I'm going to go and become like the hero that everyone needs. Or like, I'm going to become the dude. Who sits in the corner and does nothing because my life was terrible, and so I'm just gonna sit and eat rocks for fifty episodes. <laughs> I, I I'm talking about all like the slow life, pieces, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, this is the one where the dude basically like awesome. I get to like do cool shit, but like not like I don't have to like sign autographs when I go places. Yeah, it would be fun to actually like, basically like, basically I'm imagining how I've not read any of this. I've deliberately chosen not to. I'm imagining that this is basically a guy who realized that he can basically like do his LARP (laughs) 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 as like as like the head of some assassins guild or something. That's basically what I'm imagining.
1: Well, cause see, this is basically the same. This is in the same
0: sphere. I'm betting as Arifureta. In the like voluntary outcast who
1: assembles a group of attractive women who follow him around and do his do his every bidding
2: I mean the description says that he's head of a secret organization
1: yes, I know look all Basically, I'm saying it's interesting
2: is, to see instead of someone being 007, to get to watch them be m
1: but it's not that though
2: it's not that
1: no I, I
2: don't, like I said, I don't actually know anything about this.
1: As far as I can tell from what I've heard, because I haven't read it either, <laughs> is it's, it's the same power fantasy isekai thing, but just he pretends to not be super powerful. It's exactly like that one manga I read, uh, same general premise, like dude is an assassin or whatever. He pretends to be powerless, but he's actually like the most just powerful ever.
2: I'm pretty sure Isekai where the person pretends to be less powerful than they are, just so that they can like not have to deal with other people's shit is so many guys at this point.
1: It's so many. It's all of the East guys. I I mean I'll say this at least this one is uh No, actually I don't have anything good to say about it. The one the one of those of that premise of the weaker than of of the looks weak but is actually strong. The only one of that that I actually like is ah uh, crap I forgot the name. But it's the one where the dude has like rank E skills and all he has is paralyze and poison.
2: Oh, I remember that. I I, I still need to get back to reading that. Yeah. I do. I I actually like that one too.
1: Yeah, it's it's quite enjoyable. I mean, after a certain point.
2: I still think the name Hattie Shoal can get fucked,
1: but <laughs> I mean he drops it immediately. As soon as soon in,
2: as... In, good. <laughs> it's
1: a terrible name. It's, it's a terrible. a terrible. terrible terrible name. Uh
2: Is is it a reference?
1: I have no idea. Any case, we got more we got more isekai to give shit to.
0: Uh. Uh,
1: sword isekai. <laughs> uh. <laughs> duke gets reincarnated as a
2: sword why
1: hey it, at least it's not uh at least it's not virus isekai
2: have i brought this up before why? why is it in like almost every like isekai or fantasy something people are just super racist towards like animal people i think i brought this up huh. before, but i'm gonna bring it up again why is it like it seems like every single time in which in which they exist in the same universe as like humans everyone is super racist towards them.
1: I don't know.
2: And there's never an explanation other than people are just super racist towards
1: them. Well, see cuz my my thought on that is that it's probably some series did it like and actually did it well and everybody else just took the aesthetic. It was like okay. So there's Beast people racism. Therefore, we don't actually need to think about it past that. It's just beast people racism.
2: The one time I actually remember it being like justified in universe was Chica. Oh yeah, because they all 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 of the all of the demi humans are like they Gen- they all come from like the do genocide. Yeah, yeah,
1: because like... they were all like genetically engineered soldiers. <laughs> yeah. And so everybody's like, a little, like,
0: eh.
2: People are wigged out, yeah. Like, alright, that makes sense. Uh, but just every other time, I'm just like, why?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, god, I'm trying to think. Like, what's the earliest one that happened? The happens? only reason I
2: find it was because I see, like, people like cats, right? Yes. People like dogs. I don't yes. see why having basically a dog person suddenly changes things like that's basically designed to be a best friend
0: oh yeah absolutely I could totally see like um like humans
1: and the dog clan or whatever being really super tight but then I could also see like the dog clan having an intense rivalry with the cat clan or something
2: (laughs) see that would be funny (laughs) and make sense
1: I believe that's also the plot of uh,
2: Isn't isn't that Dog Days?
1: Yeah, that's Dog Days. (laughs) (laughs) The only difference is they don't try and kill each other. Uh, Anyway, so yes. uh, Swordy Sky. We don't know anything about it. He turns into a sword and oh, he doesn't remember his
2: name. (laughs) And he gets used by a cat girl. And he's a sword. Who presumably everyone has been racist to
1: why is he a sword wait better question why can the sword talk can the sword talk i actually don't know
2: it has a face
1: why does the sword have a face see i could i could understand it if it was like if it turned into like a tiny little animal and hung out and it was like a familiar or something that turned into a weapon that would be cool that actually be pretty cool that pretty dope I, 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 there's there's one series i know that's done that and it actually introduced it pretty, pretty far into the story. <laughs> all right, let's let's see what else we got. Any other isekai? Oh, oh, hang on. Yep, yep. There's there's a villainous isekai. We got a villainous isekai.
0: Oh boy.
1: Oh boy. It's.
2: To be fair, you don't you don't need to get. You could just say there's an isekai. I'm like all right. Let's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh this in this one instead of like trying to I don't know whatever whatever you do in a villainous sky they they do a lot of things in the villainous sky this one she instead of like going to the magic school and all that she decides to just go to the final dungeon and
0: quote unquote tame the final boss I feel like we're we're crossing genres here but yeah.
1: Villainous Isekai was interesting when I read it in uh,
0: Bakarina. Everything else has been a disappointment. Well, except for that one that was like a stealth villainous Isekai. Villainous
1: Isekai with a lot of (laughs) cross-dressing. I liked that one. I I haven't seen any updates on it, though, which is unfortunate. All right, let's see what else we got.
2: This isn't an isekai, but I just noticed that there's a original horror anime is going to be airing next season. Oh. Uh, with
0: uh, uh, production IG as the producer. Interesting. I'm intrigued. Maybe
2: it'll have vampires.
1: It it won't. <laughs>
0: I can not <couldn't> dream.
2: <laughs> I, I couldn't dream this is going to be a stealth. Uh, entry in the Blood franchise. The it's beauty of uh, the Blood franchise is you don't need reboots. Each one's its own entry, <laughs>
1: <laughs> except for the one sequel movie.
0: Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, here. Uh, this one we've got a uh, we got one of the definite. It's
1: not an isekai but it definitely looks like one. It's another entry in the in the valiant kicked out of the hero's party genre. And I think there's officially enough of those to be considered a genre.
2: That god old after the first one.
1: <laughs> same it was the same thing with villainess. I mean, honestly, kicked out of the hero's party genre is it's never interesting. They never do anything good with it. It's always kind of like, yeah, I'm going to go like live my life and be a be a normal person, and then, well, it's. A, I mean, it's, it. It wants to be a slice of life, like chill show, but it keeps going into, and then, and then this super awesome action thing happened and now there's a hot girl hanging with the hero.
2: The <sighs> one, there was this one, that was basically the. It, it, basically the standard person gets kicked out of the hero's party. But it was instead they got kicked out of the, like, Demon King's army. And then proceeded to go fuck off to a random place in the woods to go. Oh, interesting. stuff. It was interesting for all of a chapter and a half, I think. Oh. Aww. <laughs> oh. that, was, that was literally the entire, like, unique premise. So,
1: really good, then, good then one shot.
2: Then he finds some girl with huge boobs.
1: Why am I not surprised?
2: And then she turns out to be, like, ridiculously OP. I don't know what happens after that, because I just stopped reading.
1: <laughs> so basically, really good one-shot, shame they never serialized it.
2: <laughs> Not even a good one-shot.
1: <laughs> oh. You know, I have to... I have to respect uh, Farm Sakai. The the Pharmacy Sakai that we watched a while back. The one that everyone was like, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> But you have to respect it for sticking to the premise that it is about a guy who has died and got sent to another world, who runs a
0: pharmacy. That's it. Wait, did we already have that one? Twice?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think we had two of those already.
1: Did- I know- we had the one that well,
2: I'm talking like we, about. We had we had the one where the dude doesn't die, but he, he goes to another world and starts a pharmacy, right? Yeah. And then there's the other one where he becomes like a like a doctor alchemist something, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, that think was,
2: it's aired, like this season.
1: The, the one I'm thinking of is the other one, the one with the, with the dog girl. I think she's a dog. And then...
2: I don't know which one you're talking
0: about. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. The wait, only wait, one you...
1: we've watched.
2: Oh, yeah, that's, that's the first one I mentioned, yeah. yeah. He doesn't die in that one.
1: Oh, why did I think he died?
2: Because it's an isekai.
1: Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, Most no, he doesn't
2: die. Days. He just sort of was, like, walking down the street one day, and he's like, how did I get here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he got, he got, uh, he got super rude, re that's He
2: got super rude? <laughs>
1: Congratulations! You got world napped. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Apparently, God was listening when he was complaining about not wanting to have to go into work that day. <laughs> hey,
1: at least he didn't die. God,
2: so basically, went, All right, cool. I go. bed. <laughs> go, go, go do your thing.
1: <laughs> All right, have fun. Good vibes, my dude. Uh, yeah, no, I know the other one is like he. It's a doctor or whatever, and he gets reincarnated as the son of a doctor, and he's like, yay, I am super doctor, gonna use my doctor powers to go and save the world.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no. Far- I, I don't know about that one, but I know that the Kai was at least actually funny, in a in a dumb way. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's a very dumb show, but it sticks to its premise, it knows what it's about, it's, it's, it's actually quite funny. It's, it's definitely not something you want to binge through, though. It's very much a. You take a I sip of through it, it all
2: in one, si- in whole <laughs> one <laughs> sitting. No regrets.
1: For most people, though, it is like poison, and you want to drink it just a little bit at a time.
2: I've built Otherwise, up an immunity.
1: <laughs> yeah, you down the whole can in one go. Uh,
2: speaking, speaking of slow life isekai, there's the Harvest Moon isekai. Which one's that? It's the one where the dude gets isekai'd and he's a farmer.
0: You will have to be more specific than that. Is it... Hang on. Is it in Fall 2022? Yes. I don't think that's an isekai. Are you sure? Yeah, it... it, I don't think it's an
1: isekai.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love how we can't even... We just sort of be like, alright. So, RPG World, dude has a harem of, like, six different women who all want him. Yeah, that's an isekai. Uh,
1: let's see, it's... Yeah, oh, wait, here, I can click on him. No biography, <laughs> come on! Here, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but... <laughs> there
2: are zero reviews for the original Light Novel, that's... One of the only discussions I could find it was someone asking, Why are they making this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, as, as far as I can tell, it's not an isekai.
2: It's not an isekai.
1: It's not- it is a venerable member of the- Is this an isekai? No. It's not? What do you mean it's
0: not? This is totally an isekai.
2: <sighs> if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, and the eggs hatch <laughs> into some sort of weird platypus-like monstrosity-
1: Then unfortunately, it is not a duck.
2: Yeah, so is that Hero Party 1, the one with the beast tamer?
1: Yeah, that's the one.
2: Yeah. I don't
1: I don't read beast tamer stories cuz they're all terrible. Just in general, I I've done my search through of isekais and every single one that has beast taming in the title is just just the worst cuz it's it's just as bad as the freaking like, "Oh, I'm a blacksmith and everyone hates me because I'm a blacksmith."
2: Yeah, this is this is actually. I, I feel like it's even more arbitrary though, because like least was like, "Oh, you're a blacksmith. You you're not like useful to the party." At least you can say like, "Yeah, they're not useful like directly in a combat capacity, except when they are because reasons." Yeah, <laughs> but with a beast hammer, like this, this person could just throw elephants at the enemy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well,
2: like, so that's thinking, the like, thing. Of all the crazy screwed up monsters in your world, like, I feel like they would be some of the most competent people out there.
1: Yeah, well, because the- that's the thing, though, right? Is that beast taming, it entirely depends on, like, what can you tame? Because what I think it is, is a lot of the stories will be like, oh, the beast tamer themselves doesn't have a lot of individual combat power. All of their combat power comes from their beast. What are their So they're a
2: Pokemon sp- trainer.
1: Yeah. And for whatever reason, uh, which these these, uh, RPG parties have never played World of Warcraft and they don't know that uh, (laughs) or they haven't played like D&D or whatever and they don't know that animal companions are the best thing ever. And admittedly, I will admit, a lot of times, it's just to give the uh, protagonist some angst. It's just it's like it's like I said, it's the same thing as the blacksmith, like, oh you're 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 not as good as the rest of us. You're not as good as the paladin. So therefore you're trash. I've been sitting on the farmer not Sakai page, and he, he in in the promotional video uh thumbnail, he's holding a tomato, and I swear to the gods, if he takes a bite of that tomato, I will kill him. I don't know what it is about anime characters and just eating tomatoes
0: straight off the vine. Why don't they eat cucumbers off the vine? Cowards?
2: So there's an isek. <laughs> it's not an isek. I don't know why I started off with that. There's a <laughs> anime coming out next season about a bunch of middle-aged men who decide to become an idol group. I swear the oldest one of these dudes is, like, 30. <laughs>
1: Hang on, let me, let me find this. Oh, there I, I is. get
2: that, like, where Japan defines, like, an older person is a bit different.
1: Yeah, these are all, like, at most 20-somethings.
2: <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, I, th- I feel like that one dude in the far-left background could be in his late 20s.
1: Yeah, maybe early 30s.
2: Of course, the dude in the immediate left foreground is obviously 19.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much.
2: Bunch of middle-aged men. They're going to they're going to overcome barriers such as age and physical condition. All right. I know that like my body's falling apart, but I'm pretty sure that's just due to general neglect on my part. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> to do with the fact that I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> It's by Leiden Films.
1: I forget, is that a good thing or a bad thing?
2: Uh, Apparently that's a good thing. Lucky them. I mean, Leiden Films is the one doing Call of the Night.
1: Okay, so we don't hate them then.
2: No, 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 no. But I mean, they've also done like Tokyo Revengers and they did like the Cells at Work and they did... Mm. uh, I'm seeing
1: a lot of sixes.
2: Yes, but you know. So they've done some stuff. When they hit, they hit. Because they also did, like, uh, Paco's Udon World. Shit, really? Yes! Uh, <laughs> We've been over this!
1: I know, but. Damn it. You're, you, you're right. When they hit, they hit. And they hit hard. <laughs>
2: I mean they're not they're they're not a studio to the point where I will watch anything that they make just because they make it, but you know, if I hear that they're making an adaptation to something, I'm not gonna immediately go, oh, it's gonna be terrible. Looking at you, project number nine.
0: <laughs> and uh I guess let's finish off with uh double ch- uh, checking up on Call of the Night.
1: We're coming up like for at the time of recording we're coming up on the end of the season so progress report since uh since we last recommended it
2: we still recommend it
1: it's still great it's still great it's it's amazing and just when like just when you think you're out and it's starting to lose its charm it goes wham and pulls you back in
2: pulls you back in
0: oh god Damn,
2: I couldn't. I don't think I could be happier with this adaptation.
0: Oh, it's beautiful.
1: That said, I am quite disappointed by the Batman arc.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was promised Batman.
2: <laughs> I got made <main> cafe
1: shenanigans.
2: <laughs> you, you should have known that I did not. That I meant it in a hyperbolic, metaphorical sense. Fair
1: <sighs> enough. Well, at least the next episode after that arc rocked my socks off.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so, let's see.
0: We'll talk more
2: during our, uh, full review.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just leave off with it's currently sitting at second place, uh, in terms, in terms of, of mem- member count, yeah. In terms of member count on my anime list. Uh, let's check how it's doing on the score front. As we come closer to the end, and it, Oh, okay.
2: I mean, it's That's still cool.
1: an 8.05. Oh yeah, no, It's definitely got a good score, but we got some good... We got some really good shows this season. And yeah. And also Classroom of the Elite Season 2.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it's 6th overall. Not, Not bad. bad. Not bad.
2: I mean, going up against a seasonal love-live. Yeah. Going like up if against it w- Licorice Recoil, which is apparently amazing.
1: Yeah, like uh, if we just went on originals for
0: for the ranking, it would be second place. Yes. So Yeah. So uh so yeah. Call of the Night, six seasons and a movie. It's like watch it's like watching a child grow up.
1: Didn't it start out at like I want to say like 5th or 6th. It was
2: it wasn't super far down, but it was not anywhere near this level of like people paying attention. I I I've kind of been ignoring a whole lot of like social media because like just taking a taking a health break from that. But um it's not been too overly hyped, I feel on the internet. A, a little bit. A little bit, I will say. I will say that is it's a little bit uh places when I go looking, but uh, which I'm not a fan of. I I, I am I, I I like to be uh to be fair. I don't like it when other shows do it, and I'm not entirely happy when this does it. But uh, dang, if it ain't getting the attention it deserves,
0: damn straight. Well, uh, until next time. I have been Eli. And I have been Lyle. And this has been Anime Stroganov.